The Packers have played their four quarters. Now it's time for the fifth quarter. But welcome back to the Stadium View for the bye week edition of the fifth quarter. As we've got uh, a team that is uh, coming off a week off and getting ready for, I don't know, many say the gauntlet of the schedule. And uh, we'll dive into it with our special guest, Packer Safety, Kentrell Bryce is in the house. And we'll be joining him in just a couple of minutes alongside, as always, hello, Matt Z. Hello, hello, hello. All right. What'd you do with your bye week? I suffered with the Brewer fans all oh. across the world. That was a tough, tough Saturday night. Friday was amazing. Yeah, it was great. Electric, then Saturday, you're right, was really, really tough. I, it sank in for me Saturday night. Sunday, felt pretty good about things, was looking very optimistically. Was just talking to one of the fans here at the fifth quarter and said, tomorrow night when the World Series kicks off. Yeah. That's yeah. when it's really going to hit home that we were that close. They to were being that close, there. you know. But last yeah. year we were all wound up because they were that close to just making the playoffs. Missed playoffs by game a game. Bang. Now you missed the World Series by a game. Yep. Let's hope they get there next year. But uh, what a fun run for the Brewers! Congrats Great to Craig season. Council, David Stearns, and the whole crew. We Great got season. a little football to talk about. The three, two, and one Packers coming off the break, and uh, today they got back at it and uh, did a little self improvement session that we'll talk about. I got more on it on my news from the Pack blog. You can check it out. Comments from Mike McCarthy and uh, Tremont Williams talking about the across-the-hall meetings. And Ken Trouble shed some light on that as well. It was really the self-scout taken to another step that Mike McCarthy has uh, developed over the last couple of years where he gets the offensive guys together with the defensive guys and the defensive players and assistant coaches meet with the offensive guys. Like, let's say, for Ken Trouble's case, we'll talk about the receivers coach and the receivers going against the corners right. and the safeties. And they just pick each other apart. Here's what you're doing right. Here's what you're doing wrong. Here's what you can do better. And here's what you can do better. Uh, and it's uh, it has been proven to be a very productive thing for Mike. He's been doing this now for quite a while. And I'm not going to argue with his record coming out of the break. Nine and three. It's pretty good. Not bad. But then again, I don't think he's played any 7-0 teams among those 12. Maybe not a team quite like the Rams. Another win over the weekend. They are really, really good. They've been on the road for a few weeks. They're really looking forward to getting back yeah, home. Yeah, this will be their first home game in a month. And then you've got a marquee matchup in Los Angeles with the Packers and Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy and all the other stars on the Packers. It's... It's going to be a tough, tough battle for the Packers, that's for sure. Yeah, well, let's see how they get ready. The health of the team has gotten a little bit better, including our guest. He was going to be here a couple of weeks yeah. ago, but uh, couldn't make it when he was rehabbing an ankle. So I know we got our first break in, so why don't we just bring him up? Sure. Shall we do that? Yeah. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to welcome a third-year veteran now with this Green Bay Packers. Got into the lineup a little bit last season. Worked his way and has become the full-time starter, succeeding Morgan Burnett at safety from La Tech. Ladies and gentlemen, Cantrell Bryce to the fifth quarter. KB, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for coming over, man. No problem. How was the week off? It was great. What'd right. you do? Uh, spent time with my son and my family and then uh, took a little R&R &R and uh, got to a little sunny place in Miami for a little bit. Oh, a very sunny place in Miami. Yeah. Nice and hot. And you're going to a hot place again. I heard the forecast in L.A., mid-80s, lots of sunshine. Oh, you're yeah. going out there a day early, which is cool. Yeah. So how do you feel about things? Three, two, and one. It's been a mixed bag, Kentrell. You've shut out a team, mm -hmm. given up big plays. Statistically speaking, I know the numbers appear to be okay, but how do you feel about the first six? Uh, we got to clean up a lot of things. Uh, we still not anywhere near our potential right now uh, as far as the defense goes. Um, we have a lot of things we have to clean up. Uh, and we have a lot of great players, so we know the potential that we can be. Uh, and so we, we, we're striving for that, so we're not satisfied at all. Have we seen the full 
bucket list of Mike Pettin yet? No. No, I just I, I was I knew that was coming and and there's I think the reason for that is game situations. You've fallen behind. Mm-hmm. It seems to me when you are even or ahead is when Mike can really dial it up and start to dictate what he wants to do. Am yeah, I most, off on that? Yeah, most definitely because uh, when, when you're behind, it's like you're having to maybe send more pressure, do more things to try to get the ball out and get turnovers and things like that. Uh, and, and so it's just you just got to find ways to get get in the groove and and we can get going. So we, we don't have to try to fight back from behind or things like that. Big step for you this year, mm-hmm. jumping into the starting lineup. Yeah, man, exactly. I appreciate it. Appreciate yeah, it. Uh, you know, it, it, we we kind of saw early on, you know, in camp that you were going to move in there and you weren't about to let it go. Yeah, that was no, your, that's I, I your couldn't, way. I couldn't. No, I couldn't. So, uh, well done on that. And your season started off with a bang. Dozen tackles. Uh, big game against the Bears. You're second on the team in tackles, uh, you know, at that safety position. So, you're being asked to make a lot of plays, not just at the back end, but getting into the box. Yeah. Making things interesting. Got to put my big boy pads on when I get down there. You are a hitter first, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like the physicality of the game, so you can say that. Always been that way? Yeah, always. All right. Yeah. All right. Z, what do you got for KB? With the new defensive coordinator, new system, what's that transition been like for you as a player, learning that new system? Um, it was kind of – it was more easier than it would you would expect it to be because in college I kind of had four defensive coordinators in four years, so I had a new Please. defense every year. So, mm. honestly, it was just – I had an old feel for it, went back to what I knew how to learn defenses from in college, and then just kind of got a feel for it and learned it. You said we haven't seen the full potential of this defensive scheme. Mm-hmm. What what percentage have we seen? It's hard to even put a percent on it. Yeah. Honestly, just uh, right now, because you're in the groove and in the moment of it, you kind of have to sit totally back from it and really look at it to see what, what we have done or haven't done. But it, it's, it's a bunch of stuff that we haven't did yet. And you, and you really haven't had the full complement. I mean, you got nicked right. a little bit. Jair's been nicked. Kevin's been out. You know, Tremont put it this way last week to me. We need the whole band back together. Yeah, we, we, once, we, once we're healthy, we, we're rocking. We're, uh, we're doing things that, like in Buffalo, when we play Buffalo, uh, you know, shut our game. It's hard to shut anybody out in the NFL, especially leave zero on the board. Uh, even three is even three, yeah. even seven. Yeah, it, the second halves in particular, uh, you guys have really been able to clamp down after either getting hit with some big plays. Uh, but uh, is it is it adjustment, or is it just is it things you talk about in the locker room about hey, we got to do this, this, and this, or is it just playing better football? We just got to play better coming out the gate. Yeah. Uh, we really don't go in and change anything. We all we stay calm. We know what we can do, and we just go out and play ball. So we just got to figure out a way to come out and start fast. All right. Talk about how your game has changed since coming into the NFL. What have you learned about yourself as a player? I've learned a lot. I learned a lot. Uh, I learned the game is not all about hitting sometimes. Sometimes you have to make certain movements and things to make plays on the ball rather than hitting people. Uh, I've learned how to cover receivers more because I didn't do that a lot in college. I did it, but I didn't do it as much as I do now. Uh, There's certain things that – you have to just get a feel for it and play the game and just have happen to you for you to learn, honestly. So it's just a lot of experience-wise that's, that's helped me grow. Humbling, I would imagine? Yeah, some plays are very, very humbling. And yeah. then some plays you just like, all right, I could have did better on that one by this play or this. But some plays just, you know, things just kind of happen to you. I remember the one, I don't I, I want to bring up that, but the, the play in Washington where mm-hmm. the ball was just a little underthrown mm-hmm. and you were kind of turning around, that yeah. was a tough, that's one of those. Yeah, it was that's like... I mean, at that moment, run as fast as I can and somebody swipe under me and take my body. I mean, what you want me to do? 
But I was also talking to Jair today, and I, he's a funny kid. Alexander is really an interesting guy. And, uh, you know, every time we ask him about either giving up a catch or even worse, a big play, he goes, what are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you guys have a short memory. Well, I know, but it's amazing how it's like the Tom Cruise movie where his memory gets erased, you know, the instant he has, a, you know, something happen. Uh, you know, if you don't, you're going to get beat again. Yeah, because you, you, you can constantly think about it like, all right, why I did this, what what happened here, and then you, you're stuck in your own head. So after that, you just got to let it go, honestly. I know you can get to the next play, but do you get to, let's say, to the next series? Are you thinking about it then? No, you but can't think about it after the game. It's over and done with. Yeah, it's over. It's done. You can't change anything. How do you develop it? that, Kentrell? That's that's a skill that I wish a lot of people yeah. in any walk of life yeah. could have. You screw something up? I mean, honestly, you have to get to a point to where you just can't care what anybody thinks because they're going to have an opinion about you regardless. So... We're known, yeah, you know we're known for that. Yeah, we're known for that. We give you that all the especially, time. Especially in today's social media world, right? Yeah. I mean, it's instant reactions. You guys see that kind of stuff. Yeah, they, they, honestly, they don't know you as a person. They just see a name and a jersey. So I really don't take it to heart. I really don't pay attention to it. Honestly, I'm not on social media, so I don't even oh, see it. Oh, okay. Good for you. Yeah. Good for Good you. For you. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. I, you know, it's a peaceful life. I know. I'm on <laughs> it. I'm on it, but I'm not addicted to it. Okay. Yeah. I'll tweet during games and I'll give my thoughts on you know, what's going on. You know, from where I'm at, or you know, a Brewer tweet or whatever, it's thing like that. But yeah. just to react to everything that's going on, yeah, 24/7. I mean. Yeah. I'm gonna put it aside. Yeah, there it I'm is. Cool. Huh? I'm cool. I don't even need it. Uh, good for you. Yeah. That's yeah. that's hard. That's a hard temptation to resist. Yeah. Who who would you say on the team is the most obsessed with their social media accounts? Honestly, I can't even tell you because I'm not on it, so I can't see. Okay, who, but I mean, they don't even talk about it or anything nah, like that in the locker room. I you mean, know? you'll see people just on their phone and doing stuff, but you, I really keep to myself. I don't really like what you doing. You know what I'm saying? Wow, so, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Big test coming back. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely a seven no. You know what strikes me about Sean McVay's offense is that it seems so creatively different every week mm -hmm. that they're coming up with new things, new formations, new ways to attack. Uh, uh, that's what really strikes me, and and he has the weapons to do it. Not unlike what Andy's doing down in Kansas City. Too. Yeah, they're going to attack the. They're going to find your weakness, and then they're going to attack it. And then if they can figure out what you're in pre-snap, they're going to call what's going that for that weakness pre-snap in that call. So you just gotta you gotta uh, play fundamentally sound. Honestly, you can't give tails in your 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 body language, your signs, anything like that. And the communication on your end, mm -hmm. it really starts from you, works its way forward. Yeah. Talk about taking on that role. It's been a big adjustment for you in that way. That you've got to make de declarations, make sure it's understood. Yeah. Uh, Ten other guys. At first, I wasn't a, a talker, so but. Most people, they know me, I don't really talk too much. But so when I do talk, it's demanding, like, this is it and we're going to do it. <laughs> That's so, what I was telling Matt. Yeah. He goes, what kind of guy is Kentrell? And I said, well, he's very to the point. <laughs> <laughs> and you are. You're very blunt, but in a very polite, nice sort of way. But I know you're going to be very blunt, but not so polite, yeah. with a helmet on. Yeah, basically. You got between the lines. I become a different person. I'm really not nice. <laughs> when, you're not nice. <laughs> when does that switch flip for you? Right before the game, just before I mean you're. When you're, I wake up that morning, I I feel like, you know, like you have everything bad that happened to you, and you mm -hmm. try not to think about it. I welcome it. I let it in. Really? <laughs> yeah. That that's what game days well, for you. Bring on the bad day. thoughts. Yeah, I let everything in. Yeah, but that means you should be on social media. <laughs> no, <'cause> see, <laughs> yeah, really. I, and then look at that account just my, before kickoff. In my position, 
I know me. I can't say some bad right. stuff. So, so, how, so, I can't, you know. so how do you not translate it into being over eager, over aggressive? You just gotta you, find, you gotta a, find balance. a balance. You yeah. gotta find a happy balance. And then once I, I found it, so once I get in it, I know I'm in it, and I just have fun in it. What What are your game day rituals? I was gonna say this could be this could get real interesting here. Yeah, I just I just chill and I just relax. <laughs> and I just I just think. <laughs> I you, think. you just chill with a quiet anger yeah, bubbling just, up yeah, inside I just, you. I just let it boil, let yeah. it boil, and then when I get out between the lines, if I I see somebody talking, it, it's it's over. I'm in it. Like I'm here. What's up? <laughs> and there's probably more jawing between receiver and DB than in any other positions. It seems yeah. like to me. Yeah. Offensive linemen, they're just grunting. They're getting up. They're going to mm. be tired after whacking a 300-pounder. But out in the open field, we see a lot of You might be. No. No? Bet between the lines, the offensive line, they not nice. No, I can imagine. Mm. I can imagine. Some, some but maybe it's more visible it. out in space. Yeah, out in space, you can see the point. And, but they hitting each other every play, so they right there in each other's face. Who... Yeah. In your three years that you've come across on a defense, who's been the or on an offense, who's been the biggest trash talker? Who's been the biggest mouth that kind of sticks out for you? Off, you know, offensive line receiver. Not necessarily in a bad way. Either. Yeah, just, just yeah, just a good. talker. Around the league. Yeah. Uh, I really don't talk too much, so I really don't know unless you talk to me. But um, I can't even put a name on it. I have no mm. idea. Yeah. No, no memorable interactions for you, chatter-wise, with any certain players. Uh, I had a couple, couple encounters. <laughs> Close encounters. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. Kendrell Bryce, our you guest. You can share, Kendrell. Yeah, it's yeah, a safe yeah, space. Yeah, 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 no kidding. <laughs> Tell you what, we're going to take a time out and get things loaded up and back on track. We are live in Sheboygan and Wausau. We welcome our listeners and our viewers on our Midwest Communications websites. And, of course, Stadium View hosting us here tonight. See what's going on. Well, you got Singo here every Wednesday from 6 to 9. Double bubble every Monday from 10 a.m. to close. Every weekday from 10 to 7. They've got Hank's Caboostic Band. They're okay. going to be playing inside of the Stadium View tomorrow from uh, 6 to 9. DJ Trivia on Thursdays. Huge Halloween party is coming this Saturday night. Over $2,000 in cash and prizes and giveaways. Nice, nice. I uh, babysat my uh, daughter's dog uh, over the weekend, Aww. and uh, she is going to go as a raptor. The dog is? Yes. They're going to do a Jurassic Park kind of theme. And uh, she showed me the raptor costume. It would be a winner. A winner here on Saturday night. I guarantee it. How do you personally feel about pets dressing up for Halloween? I'm not a big fan of it, but it's her me dog. Me either. I just babysat it over the weekend. <laughs> All right. Kendrell Bryce, our guest tonight. Hey, when we come back, we're going to talk about the... Uh, a self-improvement session they had today up the street. The uh, fifth quarter returns on our bi-week edition. Live from the Stadium View right after this timeout. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. Right, welcome back, everybody. 3-2-1 Packers v. 7-0 Los Angeles Rams. It's been, gee, almost 30 years since I last attended and covered a game in Los Angeles. Packers played the Raiders. That's how long ago it was. The Raiders were in L.A. Last right. time they played the Rams in Los Angeles, I think, was 78. Wow. Right before I got started. Right before I got started. They might have played. 
not in Los Angeles, Anaheim Stadium. I covered a Packers-Rams game in the early 80s, but uh, other than that, it's been a long time coming. Kentrell Bryce, Packers safety, our guest. No hotter cold play today, obviously. There's no hotter cold plays to talk about yesterday, but you guys got back to work today, Kentrell, and uh, Mike McCarthy said it was a self-improvement day. Uh, the, uh, you know, meetings, uh, you know, get back at it. And the across-the-hall meetings uh, where you guys – Went up with the receivers, David uh, Ryan? Quarterbacks. You were the quarterbacks? Yes. So it was the corners and the receivers. Yes. And you were the quarterbacks. Yes. How did that go? Very serious meeting. But, was uh, it? Yeah. You know, uh, it, you have to be more serious in those in those settings and those meetings uh, just simply because those are two pivotal positions are key and you have to talk to everyone on the field and you have to know everything on the field. You've so, got to know. Yeah, yeah. The quarterbacks got to know what all 10 are doing. You've yeah. got to know what all 10 are doing. Yes. Is it... Did it ever get to the uncomfortable level? No. I mean, was it? I know that there was a lot of back and forth. Mm -hmm. Here's what you're doing well. Here's how they're you're getting attacked. Yes. Right. And here's how we can confuse quarterbacks and those guys. Mm -hmm. Does it get pointed? It must. I mean, you have to be very honest and blunt about your observations of the other side, right? Oh yeah, they they are, uh, and they show us things uh, to how we can get better with certain things, and they show and we tell them how they can get better with certain things. You know, uh, they tell us how what certain concepts will attack the safeties and put us in stress positions, versus we'll tell them uh, their tendencies on offense, like if Devontae is lined up to one side, what happens, or if, you know certain things like that. So this how we how, get beat how to place. avoid rolling. Yes. Because there, there have been a couple of occasions where you were kind of caught in no man's land yeah. you know, this season. So he, he, Aaron and, and Deshaun and Tim and, uh, you, know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Frank are giving you tips on how to handle that a little better. Uh, yeah, the, 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 the couple of plays that I was caught in, we, they were, the calls that were called were to beat that coverage. So okay. I was kind of in it. I was in the that's position that really I had to, yeah. Stink, man. That's but, good. you know, it's a part of the game. I know. So I, gotta, I, I know. just got to make the play somehow. That's what a lot of fans don't realize is that the defensive call sometimes is just yeah, it's not, not the right perfect. call it won't for be what perfect they every time. run on the other side of the ball. It, that's just football. Yeah, it won't be perfect every time, but 99% of the time we're getting out the, the, the best calls. And But if we're not in the best call, we have to make it to it the way we're in the best call. So either way it go, we have to be right. You see what I'm saying? True. I know, yeah. Yeah, it's not yeah. good to be wrong. So what kind of things did you impress upon the quarterbacks? Uh, we just basically uh, kind of showed them their tendencies, where they threw the ball more to each side of the fields and, and things like that, just to get a get a feel for things and show them uh, what they could improve on and, you know, get a throw a uh, defense off track to where they can read what they were doing and things like that. I, I could see where that would really be beneficial and – you could take that kind of conversation to the field with a young quarterback. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't developed uh, enough experience uh, to go off primary, secondary, third or fourth reads, you know, and move safeties with his eyes and with mm -hmm. his pumps and things like that. Josh Allen, a good example. He looked lost. He really did look lost in that Buffalo game. Can't comment on that one. Huh? Cannot comment on that one. All right. <laughs> uh, and... You know, and even Trubisky to some extent. But now you're going to see another young guy in Goff who's got a very motion-driven offense. Mm -hmm. They're going to try and get you moving. Yeah. And that's going to require some real discipline. Yeah. I think it will. Like <laughs> you know, I said, you, you yeah. have to have some great discipline, eye discipline, and everything like that just to make sure you focus on your keys. Well, Tremont said that same thing. Yeah, to you got to have eye discipline. Yeah, eye discipline. Yeah, because if, if you take your eyes off your man for a split second, he might be going the opposite direction, and you might have thought he was blocking, and it might be touchdown. 
And that's just not quarter, eyes on the quarterback discipline. That's yeah. eyes on everybody coming at you discipline. That's a good point. Yeah, you See? have to yeah. keep your eyes on your responsibility. Yeah. yeah, all right. It must be motivation for you to be the team that hands them their first loss. I mean, we don't really look at it like that. We attack it each week as we must win each week. So this is another week we're coming in. Like, we, we have to win this game. We must win this game, so we have to find a way to win. But you know they're undefeated. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's not a, hey, let's be the ones. I mean, they men, they, they bleed just like we bleed, so we're going to line yeah. up and play the game. Ooh, I like yeah. that. Make them bleed. So, yeah, you, know, <laughs> you guys never look at records. You never look at stats. You look at players, how they're playing. They're players. Yeah, they're players. If you make some bigger than what it is, then you sign yourself up. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. There's no talk of seven and zero going on. Everybody out right. here is talking seven and zero. Oh my God, they're seven and zero. They're lighting up scoreboards every week, you know. But if you think like that, why even make the trip? Come, come play the game. Uh, yeah, the you got you got to play the game because it's yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah, well, it's that's, great weather. Yeah, that's why I'm making the trip, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, Kentrell, what was life like for you growing up in Ruston, Louisiana? small country town but it's not really country it's mm. kind of just a smaller town yeah yeah that's really about it uh football is was a kind of it was kind of big football and basketball was big uh so i really kind of stuck to football how did you decide on louisiana tech it was in my hometown i had to leave but i originally i committed to like four different schools i couldn't make up my mind at first really yeah what schools did you commit to and then eventually Put to the side. Uh, Missouri, Ole Miss, Oregon State, and I can't remember anything. Else. Jeez, you're gonna get on television and all that stuff. SCC, Pac-12, but the home draw was. I feel in my mind, if you can make the NFL, you can make them anywhere. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Good point. So I was like, it, it didn't matter. Not when did you, when did you start getting a sense that you had a shot to make it in the NFL? I always knew in my mind that that's what I wanted to do, and I knew I had the build. I have the God-given ability in my body to do certain things that other people can't do. So I just I always knew that I was meant to do something playing football because I'm I'm good at it. So now, an undrafted free agent. Mm -hmm. What was the buzz? Do you remember what the buzz was surrounding you going into the draft? What What was the talk about you? Were you projected to be an undrafted? Were you maybe a late round guy? I honestly, I just I didn't need y'all to pay attention to that. I don't hmm. think I had a buzz. I have no idea. Did you go to the combine? Nope. 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 Not even invited to the combine? Nope. No senior bowl. Then you're game, off. No then you're off the radar. Yep. Off sort the radar. of. So the Packers called. Any others? Uh, I think a couple called on like after soon as the draft was over, but I remember really paying attention to it. <laughs> where Where were you? Who were you with when it was a go that you were going to sign with the Packers? I wanted to be alone during the draft process just because I didn't know how it was going to go. And mm. you know how family and everybody's like, you know, you should have been there. You should have been there. Or friends should have been like, you should have been there. <laughs> I just didn't want to be around all that at the time. So I just kind of got off, watched it on my own. And then by the time I got home, I was telling them who I was going to sign with. Mm. Yeah. And the opportunity here, uh, you seized it. You made it the hard way. What was yeah. that first camp like? And, and you know, what were your thoughts coming in about the odds are long, KB? I mean, they are. Honestly, I had put my head down. And I just said, I'm, I got I to gotta make it. It, wasn't, it was no turnaround. I drove my car, actually, my first car. I drove it from Louisiana here. I was like, ain't no turnaround. You're like turn Sean around. Watson going yeah. to the Texas game yesterday, 12-hour bus ride. Yeah, so you took time. the old car all the way up. Yeah. That's a lot of soul searching on that ride, I bet. 
Well, just mentality was I got to make it. It's, no choice. Did you get close to Marwin? You guys both yeah, this stuck is, together yeah, that same year in the same real, kind real, of position. Real, real what real. was that like? Just how did you bounce off how this day went at practice, what I got to do tomorrow, how are we going to get here and stay here? We just always talked about how we're going to get better, what we got to do, and things like that, honestly. And we became real good friends just off the field, too, so it's more than football. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. Yeah. When you were a kid, was football always the dream? Was that always the goal for you? Yeah, always. When, when did that start for you? I mean, when did you get it into your head, hey, I'm doing this? I don't remember when, but I was young, and I was watching TV, and I used to watch the NFL. I was like, I could play in the NFL. I'm going to play in the NFL. And then, you know, everybody always said, have a backup plan. <laughs> I don't have no backup plan. You didn't plan. have a backup plan. No. This is it. All right, here's yeah. my plan. We're, well, I, you know, that's amazing drive yeah. to uh, tackle the goal, and that's the thing. Set it out there and go get it. Did you know Tremont at all or know of Tremont in his tech days? Um, I knew him through uh, one of my coaches named Coach Jackson at Louisiana, Louisiana okay. Tech. Uh, he kind of said I should try to reach out to him and stuff like that. Uh, I didn't get a chance to reach out to him at the time, but uh, when it, we got to meet each other here, it was just, you know, connection. Instant connection, obviously, yeah. with the tech uh, connection. Uh, and he did it the same way, mm -hmm. undrafted. He's made it a hell of a career, man. Yeah, I'm trying to follow in the steps. Let's get 10 years in. Yes, sir. All right, we'll get Were, you back at 10. you a Saints fan growing up then? No, I really have a favorite team growing up. Really? Yeah. Just a fan of the game? Yeah. Were you a fan of players? Did you track players? Oh, yeah. or? I always had favorite players. Uh, Bob Sanders. Uh mm. I, I used to watch a lot of people. I used to watch, like, the Blitz big hits before the, uh, my high school games. I used to try to go hit people like that. <laughs> but Bob Sanders was the top list. Yeah. Talk about a guy that hits. Yeah, yeah, he does. He brought the thunder, yeah. So the NFL doesn't like big, big hits anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. You can squeeze them in here now. You just got to find the in. right time to do it. I, but in the, in the instant, though, Cantrell, mm. you know, we had to do this with Clay for, like, three weeks in a row. How do you tell your mind in that instant that this might not be legal or this may be legal or do you just go and if it laundry's on the ground, the laundry's on the ground? Honestly, one game I try to think about it and after that, man, I just said forget it. Really? If they're going to find me, they're going to find me. I'm just going to peel it and we're going to have to go with it. So hopefully I make enough plays to go make some money. Have you uh, <laughs> shelled enough fines to pay for the old car that you drove up here with? Not quite like I mean, Montez Perfect, the I imagine. amount of fines I got, probably double how much it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of car did you drive up here in? Uh, Chevrolet Impala. Ah, Ooh, nice. All right. Yeah, big boat. Yeah. Not real smooth big, ride. Smooth ride with <laughs> Ken Bryce to get from Louisiana Tech to Green Bay. Hey, we're going to take a break. When we come back, final thoughts from Ken Trell on what's ahead for this Packer team. It's not just the Rams, but there's some big boys awaiting to see if this team can get things going. Uh, we'll come back with more of the fifth quarter live from the Stadium View right after this break. All right, welcome back, everybody. Kentrell Bryce, Packer Safety, is our guest tonight. Very uh, interesting insight onto how this team's thinking as they're going into a, a real tough stretch of games. You're going to be putting on a lot of miles, man. That's L.A. one Sunday, Foxborough the next. Coast to coast. And out to Seattle in a couple of weeks. Jeez, Louise. Um, tough stretch, but like you said, a lot of guys have said, you know, we're not thinking Brady. We're not thinking the rematch of the Vikings. It's, it's all Rams, and this as we've spoken, is a is a very talented team um, that is going to challenge you guys in, in a whole lot of ways. Uh, through the air, obviously, Todd Gurley, yeah, most obviously, definitely. Most definitely. very physical back. Mm -hmm. I think it's Gurley. We've seen a little bit of him. 
I mean, uh, uh, arguably with Le'Veon not playing right now, he might be the best in it, like running back in the NFL right now. You know, he scored more points than the Buffalo Bills <laughs> offense <laughs> this year. I'll say it. That's not that hard to do. I suppose. <laughs> I suppose. Uh, but he has got power. He's got home run ability. He's got it all. Uh, a really good challenge for you guys. No question about it. Um, but I like what the guys up front are doing. Kenny Clark, Mike oh, yeah. Daniels. I know Muhammad Wilkerson's injury, that hurt. Yeah, it really did. It, it really, really did. I, and, I, and we can't forget that. I, you know, I thought he was really good. At, but uh, you see these guys kind of mixing it up. Talk about how Kenny is playing. I mean, oh, Kenny's playing tremendously well. He's doing things that it, you turn on film, he treating a 300-pound man like he looked like he's 120 I'm pounds. I'm seeing him treat 600 pounds yeah. well. I mean, he's, he's, he's handling really well. and, and beating double teams. He's playing extremely well. Very difficult to do as a defensive tackle. Blake in front of you is a tackling machine. Oh, yeah, he's sideline, sideline. He's making his tackles. And, and really, I think he's been the most effective blitzer. Oh, yeah, he's, he's been getting – I don't know how many sacks he has, but I've seen at least two or three. I know it's two or game. three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that, I think, is going to be the key. Uh, get Goff off the spot just yeah. enough, right? Just get him off the – we can see what we can do, get him off the spot and, you know, try to see if he can – try to throw on the run and see how, see how good his accuracy is then and, and, you know, just play fundamentally fundamental sound, honestly. You practice against the guy who throws on the run pretty well. Extremely well. Probably as good as anybody. Yeah. Um, so what – is most what's an average quarterback like on the run do you see a significant drop off in accuracy do you see anything uh because going against i think the best at it mm -hmm. it's really got to help you uh going against Aaron Rodgers every day he might give you a no look pass run, he run i remember that one at training camp to the right you yeah just, you you might take a second like hold on he was just looking out the direction like so he's going he do just things that you just can't really fathom in football so it's he just keeps you on your toes and keeps you alert for things. So when you kind of see other guys, you kind of can gauge what they'll do, whether they're going to throw it, run it, or try to, you know what I'm saying, look you off and throw it. But So Aaron does a great job of doing in practice of making us kind of play honest to true to the coverage and, and stick to things just because he can throw across that's, the body. That's got to be a great benefit every day yeah, to practice definitely. against Aaron. Most definitely. It's like scrambling every day in practice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. See? Control, do you remember what your welcome to the NFL moment was when you realized this is no longer college, I'm I'm in the pros? Uh, uh, <laughs> Not a lot of moments. <laughs> Good and bad. So I, I can't really tell you. I can't, Nothing I can't jumps out like, nah. yeah. They all been either too good or too bad. So it's like you got to take the high with the high and the low with the low. What's one thing that Packers fans – would be surprised to learn about you. I'm a very mysterious person. I don't like telling people stuff. About <laughs> <me>. <laughs> you don't have like a unique hobby or something. Can't tell y'all that. No. All right. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, well, one thing we're learning is you like to keep uh, close yeah, to the vest. Keep it close. Keep it close. Can't let out too much. Makes sense. Yeah. I like talking to you in the locker room, though. <laughs> I really do, uh, because we will talk and and. And I like your honesty about how things are going, good yeah. or bad. Um, and I appreciate that because a, a lot of guys, first of all, run when they see us coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and two, when we do talk, yeah, it's, it's, it's blather. But you're, like I said at the very top, you're direct, you're blunt, and you're very honest. And that is appreciated, Kentrell, even on tonight's show. Uh, you know, if you don't want to tell us what you're thinking, I don't care. <laughs> but when you do speak... <laughs> 
You carry the stick. Yeah, you know, I try. I try. You do. You do. All right. So, the ankle's well, right? I'm always well. I know you're always well enough. I know you're always well enough. You wouldn't tell us if you weren't anyway. Yeah, I I know. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah, you kind of squirreled out in that therapy session a couple of weeks ago, but that's uh, that's fine. Um, So the attitude of this team, off the break. Mm -hmm. Give us kind of a synopsis of uh, did Mark McCarthy just play revelry and uh, let's let's charge to L.A.? Uh, Is he as business as usual? how are you guys uh, now back for? I know it's been a disappointing first six. Three, two, and one is not what you guys wanted, obviously. But there's still everything out there in front of you. Uh, we just we know we have to be better, and those mistakes we made those first six games they can't happen anymore. Because uh, we're coming into a, a stretch of games that if you lose in these games, you're really gonna knock yourself out of trying to get into the playoffs or, or playing for the Super Bowl, honestly. So we have to lock in and play our game, play our, uh, play our defense, and. And play offense, do their thing. So we just have to lock in, honestly. All right, get it locked in. Anything last shots there for KBZ? I think that's it. I think we're good. Catro, yeah. I do appreciate you coming over, especially coming off the bye. I appreciate. Glad you. you enjoyed the week off. Let's go see what happens in LA, shall we? Yes, sir. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Kentrell Bryce, our guest tonight. When we come back, we'll take a little swing around the rest of the NFL in week number seven and look ahead to Sunday's date at the Coliseum. Fifth quarter heads to the finish line right after this. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. <laughs> All right. I'm just laughing about Kentrell Bryce. Really appreciate him coming over. He's telling Z before we got going that, uh, yeah, he's man a few, but I was amazed at how driven he was driving to Green Bay to try and make the NFL because yeah. it was either that or he's probably going to be back working at a grocery store in Ruston. Who knows? He had no idea what he was going to do. Yes. So you, I'll do this. And you he's heard him say it. that was the sole focus. There wasn't a backup plan. Didn't want to hear it. one of 32 it. starting free safeties in the NFL. Not and bad. It doesn't work out for everyone like that. No, you know, it that's, does not. That's rare where it's just, all right, this is what I'm doing, and you can't tell me no. All right. So hey, we're going to wrap things up by just taking a quick tour around the NFL. We usually do our locker room segment at the beginning of the show, but beginning of the show... Well, we all know what happened at the beginning of the show tonight. <laughs> so let's do that now, shall we? And before we go, uh, we'll send somebody to the Packer Pro Shop from our friends at Robinson's. Locker rooms around the league. First stop, MetLife Stadium, where the Minnesota Vikings moved into first place in the north. At 4-2-1, 37-17 win over the Jets. Kirk Cousins threw for a pair and what he said was a respectful road win. Winning on the road is, is uh, important in this league, and, and I was glad we were able to do that. But... Uh, I have great respect for the Jets, and I think they're building a team that's going to be very good. They got a lot of pieces um, that that uh, you know I think have a very bright future, and I have a lot of respect for their coaching staff and and for what they're doing. Easy to say when you whoop them by twenty. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. What Let's else are you going to say, Kirk? They're Cousins. not good. How about right. they're not good? They they aren't. No, they're not. Next up, Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. That's where Cantrell was spending his bye week. That's where the Detroit Lions handled the Dolphins, thirty-two twenty-one. Carryon Johnson. We saw him a couple of weeks ago. He got to the edge. It's good. How about a buck fifty-eight on nineteen carries? Matthew Stafford says, "Boy, a running game like that makes life a whole lot easier." We're just going to keep working to improve. That's our biggest thing is every week to try to build and get better. And um, we certainly have, um, you know, I think we have four good running backs. You know, we have a good fullback. We have good tight ends. We have good wide receivers. Um, so I think they're just all trying to work as hard as they can to get better. And that's the, the biggest thing. Sounds like the Lions should be undefeated. Yes, but they're 3-3. Three and three, <laughs> As are the Bears, who put up a good fight at Soldier Field before bowing to the Patriots 38-31. Tom Brady fired three TDs and said, we'll take a fourth straight win. They made some plays. We made some. Obviously, it came down to about one yard, and uh, 
but I think for us to, to get a win on the road was something we've been talking about, something we need to do, and uh, we play a little bit better today. I think there's still a lot of things we can do better. That's four straight, though, for the Pats. Mitch Trubisky and the Bears did make it interesting. You heard Tom talk about it. Trubisky ran for 81 yards and a score on a ridiculous scramble. Uh, and on the final play, launched a 55-yard Hail Mary pass that unfortunately covered only 54 yards. Kevin White pulled it down at the one and thought he was going to score. First split second I did um, until I felt uh, a bunch of guys... Uh, then I kind of knew it was over, but I just tried to stretch the ball and uh, actually tried to hand it to TG, but there was no time left. It yeah. really is a game of inches, especially when you watch that play. Yeah. Trubisky almost had the ball batted at the as he's throwing it, almost gets his arm hit by a linebacker. Josh Gordon, the receiver, almost breaks up the ball before it gets into Kevin White's hands, <laughs> like by inches. And then as White turns to stretch... He gets pushed back by a DB yeah, who's kind of under the pile. So, I mean, it was just bang, bang. I guess you needed a, you know, bigger tight end like Richard Rodgers to just go right? up and lean back yeah. in. But he was in the end zone on that one at Detroit. So, Bears 3-3. Three and three. They go from the first place to last place. Share in the north. Our final stop, Levi Stadium in Santa Clara where the Rams rolled over the Niners 39-10. Todd Gurley scored three more times to keep the Rams perfect with the league's best record. Definitely uh, a great division to win. We we needed it, and we got a long, you know, a long stretch. And a lot of teams are the NFC teams, and those are the games that we need to, to win. Yeah, they keep rolling. Rams seven and zero. And head coach Sean McVay says, "Bring on the pack." Let's find a way to get better, and we've got a great opportunity to go against a really tough team in the Green Bay Packers coming off of a bye, being back at home. So uh, really, every single week you kind of write a new story, but we've got to be consistent with our approach. He's 32. It sounds like he's 21. He's 32. That just blows my mind every time the Rams are mentioned or McVay is mentioned that he is a 32-year-old head coach of an NFL football team. He I mean, got his team into the playoffs last year. Yeah. With a lot of firepower offensively. Still have that firepower offensively. More fire, firepower this year than they had last year. I understand. But their defense is not locked down. Aaron Donald is going crazy. But again, they played the Niners. The, the worst turnover team, as the yeah. Packers found out, in the league turned it over four more times yesterday. They sacked C.J. Beathard seven times yesterday. I think the Packers can protect a little bit better than that. We're going to see Aaron Rodgers under center, more mobile than he's been all season since he trotted out before the injury against Chicago. So look for the keeps. Look for the rollout play action thing. They've got to get Jones going. They've got to get Williams going. Got to keep Aaron Donald honest. And I think they will be able to make some plays against a secondary that includes Sam Shields, for good sake. They're banged up. Yeah, they are beat up. Sam has been playing, coming back off that concussion that we thought was career-ending. But uh, they've got a collection of guys that are not preferred at the back end, and I think the Packers can take advantage. Yeah, I mean, obviously that is the Packers' strength, right, is, is Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball. So to have a defense like the Rams, who are banged up in the secondary with Tlaib out and, and some other guys with injuries, you can take advantage of that. But the big challenge is Aaron Donald, as you mentioned. Can you slow him down enough and not have him be an impact And don't forget, I know, he is a defensive tackle yes. that gets He's an inside eight guy. sacks on the season. So yeah. uh, that's going to almost uh, be incumbent on the Packers, I hate to say this, but to run away from him yeah. with the key pass. And, and if he is in the gun, it's coming out in 2.2 seconds. Right, and the run game is going to be key to slow down the rush. 
make them think, all right, there is an option here they're going to run. I can't just go all out to get after Rodgers. Run, run, run. Try to have a balanced offense. And that means, as we've talked about every single week basically, don't fall behind early. So you can use that run game Kendrick to your advantage. talked about it. Yeah. Patton hasn't been able to dial it up because we've been in very adverse situations in too many games so far this season. Can the defense slow these guys down? They're putting up 30-plus a game. It could be, you know, one of those classic shootouts where, all right, we're just going to go up and down. We're going to go up and down. Vikings went up and down with them. Yep. That was a 38-31 game. Uh, you know, they've given up plenty they're of points. They're undefeated, but they're beatable. I mean, they're not this team I don't think that anyone is looking at and going, this is the greatest team we've ever seen. They're guaranteed to go 16-0. They're going to lose along the way. I would think. Why not to the Packers? Why not to an Aaron Rodgers-led offense to really challenge that defense? This is one of the games I've been wanting to cover for a long time. Right. I mean, you know, as the Rams were building and the Rams were building and the Packers were floundering and the Packers were floundering, we will find out Sunday, okay, whether or not there's going to be an optimistic Monday a week from tonight yeah. or for the season uh, or not. Uh, because if they go out there and are very competitive, I'll be fine. They go out in there and get torched, I'll have my doubts. And, and if they go out there and win, look out. Right. Because this team, I think, needs confidence. Not 22 nothing against Buffalo, but a victory over the Rams, I think, would put wind in their sails to go, I'm not saying run the table, but really make things a lot tougher on everybody that they're going to face the rest of the way. Well, when a bye week comes early, I mean, after you go 3-2-1, and one, well, now you've got 10 more games where you better get some momentum early because you don't get a week off. You don't get a regroup point like some of the other teams are going to have several weeks from now. So you better make a statement. This is a statement game I, you know, early it, in the it, year. It, yeah, it is. You know, but then there are more in front of them. You know, we talked about it. Pats, Dolphins, Patriots. Seahawks, Vikings. They get through that five, and they're still in the hunt. And I believe they will be, at least in this North Division. The last five, I think, are doable. Right. So going to be a very... Yeah, this is the tough, tough stretch. Uh, no kidding. We all knew it was coming, and that's why it was disappointing that they only sit 3-2-1. and one into right. this tough stretch but it's here let's see what happens all right our friends from robinson's are going to send somebody to the packer pro shop because the boys are heading out on the road and we've got a whole bunch of names to draw from stick around we got some more door prizes coming after we go off the air tonight well who's going shopping gene rasmussen gene rasmussen getting herself some goodies over at the Packer Pro Shop. All right, bye week's over. Let's go play 10 games in a row. Next stop, L.A. And now, and now it's just all football. There's no more baseball I know. to, have to all right. divide our attention. That's a fact. So uh, I'll be in L.A. with coverage all weekend. Be back here next Monday night for another go-round. For Matt C., I'm Mark Daniels. Thanks to Kentrell Bryce for coming on. Thanks for coming on, everybody. Thanks, we'll everybody. see you next week. So long.